Hey everyone, and welcome to Golden Button Detours episode five. I mean, yeah, two fifty was interesting, but I mean, uh, five I think is even better. Man. Yeah, we we have an entire hand of episodes now. Exactly right. It's I mean, a... come next episode, I don't know what we're gonna do. Right? I we're know just, it's gonna be a big on. letdown. <laughs> exactly. So, Golden Buttons was kind of something, right? The whole point of it, Golden Button Detours. We are not gonna talk about Disney at all this episode i mean i feel yeah. like i want to sneak in something about disney but i mean i don't know it is this really all impacts disney at the end of the day so we are going to talk about that new video introducing yeah. universal epic universe dun, dun, which, dun. yeah it's a seven minute <laughs> video that came out and we get to hear from mark woodbury who's the chairman and ceo of universal destinations and experiences but we also get to hear from mr steven spielberg yeah, which is, and a couple which of other cool. uh, Universal higher-ups like Molly Murphy. Exactly. So what we're going to do is kind of work our way through the video, and then we're going to talk about each one of the things kind of as they come up. I mean, I think really at the end of the day, the video does a great job at helping us to understand kind of what we're you know looking forward to in epic universe and you know there has been some changes to verbiage around the the date so we can we'll circle right. back on that <laughs> as we get to the end but i want to just go on record here as saying is that there's a lot of stuff that i looked at about the rides most of what we're going to talk about when it comes to the rides is rumor at this point i mean it looks like that's may that may be what happens but it is all rumor so again this is for entertainment this is uh you know it's like wild speculation this is wild speculation but we want to go through this video so what we do is we get an introduction to kind of what's sitting at universal now and again then what we're going to be seeing in the future of universal and this is huge what are they listed as is 50 experiences or something five themed worlds five worlds if you include the center park area five worlds oh, which definitely has to be a world right because that's yeah. kind of the hub the celestial yeah. hub the 50 unique experiences will double universal's footprint uh, mm -hmm. square acreage size so it's going to be huge it is going to be huge so where do we want to start do we want to start at the hub? Yeah, let's sure. start at the hub. Yeah. Okay, so what we have here is the Celestial Hub. From what we understand and see now, it looks like that flat ride that everyone was kind of talking about is going to be a carousel. Carousel. I got, uh, I'm going to be honest. All right, so we're going to do Disney references. I got Alien Saucer vibes out of that just from looking at it. It. it I mean, kind of, sort of. I could see but that. But nicer. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, I do like the fact of where it sits and the architecture of these rides is something you kind of have to see because it's not just the ride itself. I mean, when we say Alien Saucers, unfortunately for Alien Saucers, it's kind of packed in an area and kind of tucked away. And this is not. This is in the Celestial Hub. This is in the middle. It looks absolutely stunning from the artist's yes. rendition. Um, so I think that that is going to be great. And there is a fountain right outside of it as well. We're going to get this fountain and they have kind of shown us what that's like. It's going to be, you know, kind of a dancing fountain with the water, kind of like a better Moana. I mean, kind of like something like that, but not as, you know, in depth in terms of what you're going to see. It's just really just a fountain outside. But Starfall Racers is going to be kind of where this all goes, right? That is the dueling roller coaster. Oh, that looks and so neat. <laughs> it does. And, you know, we've seen a dueling roller coaster at Universal before. Dueling Dragons, which I don't know if you ever had the chance to ride. I have not yet, no. 
Well, it's gone now. So oh, that's right. It's gone now. It's now gone. So he, you'd have a tough time writing that. <laughs> yeah. But it was really fun because, you know, you felt like you were kind of racing another in a roller coaster, which is great. So we're going to have that here. It is. And it looks big. It looks really big. Yeah. If you, uh, the fact that it's not in one of those other lands too, which is really nice. Um, I mean, I consider this like the hub its own land, to be honest with you. Uh, that's just me personally. But I do like that this, you know, is big. And, and you can see, you know, what we're looking at. It is not going to be a, a, a roller coaster for the timid. And Dueling Dragons was not either. So this is going to be a coaster that, you know, some of you may be skipping. I know my daughter has already tapped out and said she is 100% not going on this. <laughs> but I think the theming looks pretty good. And I think it also being in the hub that kind of this set celestial hub, right? Celestial, right? It, it's kind of got that space theme going on for it yep. you know especially with the fountain and the coaster and the other things that are going on there but this is just kind of the entrance to the rest of these other portals and these other lands and there's going to be tons of dining from looking at i've got a map pulled up of what people are seeing so far at least from concept drawing so one two yeah. three four five dinings just in the yeah. hub area and i will tell you that was it mythos I think it's been my favorite place to eat in an amusement park. And yep. that is in universal. Is it mythos mythic? I think it's mythos. I don't know. Mythos. Remember, but mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's been really good. Now here's the big part of this, this Helios grand hotel. Oh yes. There is so much to unpack here. So I hope at the end of the day that this is on the same level as Royal Pacific in terms and hard rock in terms of the amenities. Right. So the fact right. that, they get the fast pass for free and yes. you know, the early entry, you know, a lot of the parks get. So at universal, it is a little bit different. Each of the parks, depending on their level, excuse me, each of the hotels, depending on their level, get different perks. And we've only actually stayed at the Royal Pacific because I do like that perk, especially when you go to a certain amount of people, it just kind of becomes more cost effective rather than getting, you know, the the fast pass lightning lane, whatever they call it. I forget what their actual term is. I, I would I would have to imagine that they're gonna include Express Pass. <laughs> I mean, it's got five hundred rooms, right? So you're saying that this is gonna be the same level as, you know, the Royal Pacific and the Hard Rock, you're thinking? Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be their flagship hotel. This will become their flagship hotel. And if they're gonna integrate it like they say in the video Mm-hmm. And it's going to be integrated into the park. It has to be their flagship now. So good and bad, right? So we were all waiting for something like this at Epcot. It's felt funny. We we can't get away from Disney, even though this is yeah, a detour. But, <laughs> but, you know, this is something we were waiting for at Epcot. And it looks like Universal is going to beat them to the punch with something in terms of a hotel in the park itself. Like, it looks like these people are walking out into the park. Now, Hard Rock is really right outside the park as well. I'll be honest uh-huh. with you. It is right there. Um, and I like that. I like the feeling of being able to go to the park and come back and being able to send the kids back. You know, we waited a long and, time until our kids got older, but it looks like now this might be something that, you know, your kids can be a little bit younger and go back and forth to the park and to the hotel. And, and if you I think about so it, this. yeah. And until, until Disney added um, the Grand Californian, they really didn't have anything like this. You yep. always had to take some transportation. And and I'll tell you, you know, City Walk and everything, I do like some of the theming there. This is going to be 
again, right, Helios, Sun, right? We we have this whole sort of theme going on with the celestial hub. I, I think it's this sort of theme that is, you know, feels very luxurious, feels very, you know, nice, but is not over the top in your face. Like this looks gorgeous, fits the theme, makes a lot of sense. I think this is great. I, I just I think that they haven't hit us over the head with something. They've just kind of just led us, you know, to to this path. So I'm excited. 500 rooms is a lot, but I'm sure it will be something that is uh, gets sells out pretty quick. And if you look at the oh, overhead yeah. view, like you'll be able to see the park if you're you you're going to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. So from this hub, you'll be able to, like I said, they're calling these portals and you're going to be able to jump to these different portals. So I guess the first one that they talk about in the video is how to train your dragon, Isle of Burke. I like it. I mean, I, I, like I do too. The, I, I like I, the movie series. I haven't seen them all, but I have seen, you know, some of them. I think it's, again, I think this is, is an interesting setup because from what you see just from the IPs, it kind of brings everyone up, right? Like you have this younger stuff and then you take a step up and then you can take a step up and a step up and then end with universal monsters. Right. So I feel like this is kind of also the first step in terms of when it comes to ages. I see what you're saying. Like each land is almost like a higher age group in a way. Yeah. Kind of sort of like that kind of like a video game. You can level up here. So what we do know about this area is there's going to be a stage show. There's going to be food. The stage show is probably going to be great. Now, there is some discussion about the ride, right? And again, this is all conjecture at this point. But from what we're seeing, there's going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be Viking boats. And then there's going to be this weird sort of dragon racer rally sort of thing. So let's kind of tackle these in in order of kind of what I already know. Now, the Viking boat splash battle. I know that ride because it existed at Dollywood and Dollywood actually just kind of got rid of it. Uh, it was a ride oh, I re- where, yeah, yeah where I remember that ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's now gone at Dollywood. Um, they're going to be doing a themed one with kind of the same setup. It looks to be a little bit bigger. So what you'll do is you'll have people that are on a boat that can shoot water to people that are not on the ride yet. And they'll kind of battle back and forth. So the boat has a bunch of people on it. It'll be kind of like, you know, that Viking boat theme. I like that ride. I was upset that they got rid of it at Dollywood. But I wonder the reasoning of why they got rid of it, Dollywood, and what that bodes for Universal. As I remember it, that ride was kind of in the middle. Like, it wasn't off on the edge. It was in the middle where things were around it, right? Yeah. And... That, that also lends itself to, again, this interaction between people off the ride and on the ride. And that can be great sometimes, and sometimes that cannot be so great, <laughs> right? Especially <laughs> like, if you don't want to get wet. Well, I, I think what I've noticed is, is that, you know, it's great when you're taking a kid that's younger onto the ride, right? But as you stand in line, if that kid is not paying attention and someone from the ride jets them in the face with some water yeah. can can lead to some interesting sort of thing. So hopefully they'll have a great way to deal with that. But I like it. I mean, you're talking about dragons and Vikings. I mean, Viking boats just make sense. Yep. Then we get a roller coaster. Not a lot's known about the roller coaster. It seems like it will probably be some sort of launch roller coaster. So they were talking about it maybe being akin to something like Hagrid's, which is fine. Right. Like, I mean, I think it will be maybe a little bit 
less than Hagrid's in terms of thrill, right? I think that's kind of the, the goal here. And I like it. Why not have a roller coaster? But the third ride is the one that really is interesting to me is this barrel roll sort of dragon racer rally. What it looks like is, is that you're kind of under the wings of a, you know, dragon and you can control if you're doing these barrel rolls or not. It looked really interesting. It looked like it might make me sick. It looked like <laughs> I would have a great time at it. Yeah. 4D ish. Is that it, it, uh... It, well, no, you're actually, I mean, have you seen some of the discussion around this or no? I have not seen. Okay. Anything. So this is something where it's a big arm. Okay. Uh-huh. And then on the end of the arm, there are like these spots, like where you can kind of like, you know, like pterodactyl flyers, but not like, so you're laying down and you're on oh, this yeah. big arm, which is moving around and you can barrel roll while on the ride. So you can oh kind gosh. of make it as crazy as you want or as not crazy as you want, which I kind of like rides like that where, you know, the user is given the option. Hey, I just, you know, had a bunch of food. I'm going to kind of take it kind of easy on this one, right? Like, or, or no, you know, yeah. no ride, go, go for it. So when I, I, think when I was looking at the video and he said the flying the dragon, you know where my mind went to first, don't you? Avatar. Yes, absolutely. And I thought, and yep, I Damon's like, going to poo-poo this that. one. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. I think the problem is, right, when you go for technology, and I've said this a million times on Welcome Home, when you go for technology, you're eventually going to be behind, right? And you're probably yep. going to be behind before the ride even comes out. I feel like Avatar was old before I stepped onto the ride in terms of the quality of the video stuff. Or, right. well, it's not even video. At that point, it's you know generated content so i I don't know that's just me so i'm glad that they didn't go that way the barrel roll thing sounds like it's super cool it seems like it's something different and i like that and again splash battles oh i wonder if they'll work in some concept where you could um personalize the dragon that you're flying underneath somehow i mean from what i saw no oh but that would be cool yeah but it does look like I said, it's going to be a great land. So that's what we have them kind of introducing. And we have clips of the show and the movies kind of, you know, interspersed throughout this video. Again, if you haven't seen this video, this is, you got to do it, right? Got to do it. So they go in next to Dark Universe, which is kind of this universal yeah. monster sort of thing. The layout. I mean, if you're going to talk about old school monster movies, the fact that it's set up like a real village with a manor yeah. is just absolutely bonkers. Bonkers. I, I I mean, I don't know how much better you could have done this. Now, we're kind of skipping an age range, right? This is the one I would say is for the older people. But from what I hear, they're going to keep it so that, in theory, everyone could go. I don't know how because I looked at some of this you know, art and some of the design of the rides. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. know. But they did say they don't want it to be an extension of Hollywood. It's Halloween Horror Nights, right? So they don't want it to be that. So I think, and from what they're saying, there's a huge expansion area that probably won't be built by the time this comes out. But it's nice that there is this large area for them to expand to. There looks like there's going to be two rides. A spinning coaster is the first one. And to me, that makes me think of time travel in Branson. Mm, yep. it looks similar to that i mean i guess you could kind of call it akin to um what is the knockoff one in disney again guardians of the galaxy is that what yes. that's called yeah 
<laughs> no, they're two different rides. <laughs> Time off. Traveler and Guardians are two that, different that rides. That county fair ride over at Epcot <laughs> called Guardians. Um, <laughs> but it looks like it's going to be a, a spinning coaster. I don't think it's going to be like Guardians at all. It looked like it was going to be an outdoor coaster is what it looked like. So it'll be a spinning outdoor coaster, which is great because when you have this village set up, I mean, I want to be about it. Now, the main ride there, which looks huge, looks like it's going to be an indoor ride with the same type of ride vehicle as uh, Forbidden Journey, uh-huh. Harry Potter. You know, a little bit amped up more, set up like more of a Frankenstein sort of thing, I think. And I loved Forbidden Journey. Again, my knock on Forbidden Journey was I just wrote it too many times in a row, kind of made me sick. And two, as you know, you kind of got into it in terms of timing, you know, many months later, they started to make you farther and farther away from the screens and the props yeah, and things like that. So from the- again, I saw somebody, the, I was there the weekend that that place opened. Unfortunately, I saw people that were about six, five get turned away. So I get it. So I'm sure they're not going to run into that again, but it was pretty cool being up close. I love that ride vehicle. Again, I wouldn't want to ride it a bunch of times in a row, but it looks huge. Yeah. Huge. That... My, yeah. I mean, my guess is going to be something around Frankenstein is my guess. Well, if, if you look at the model art, I took some screenshots of the video of the model. Um, mm-hmm. There's that huge building behind Frankenstein's castle. So yeah, yes, that's I think where the ride right. will be. Yeah, yeah. It so yeah. I think you're right that it's going to be part of the Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, for, from what I see is you know something where the ride vehicle is kind of made by Frankenstein, but you're going to see all of the monsters. I I don't know how that's not scary. I mean, the manor itself looks absolutely phenomenal, but it looks scary. Yeah, <laughs> it looks scary. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I think this is going to be something that kind of helps all the amusement parks and theme parks understand, you know, do people want this? Everyone wanted Disney villains, right? Okay. Well here, we kind of have that something similar to that, you know, not with the Disney IP, but what's going to happen. I think the other great thing about this is, is that when you have these hubs like this and they're all kind of separated, you can actually balance them out in terms of people as well. Right. Yeah. I like that idea. So that was one thing I was wondering, like as, First off, the whole portal thing I think is just really neat. And and I hope that they have designed this so I mean, I know you can't completely shut it off from the rest of the park, but like I really want to be able to to so, walk in and like I can't see, you know, Mario from from Monsters World. You know what yeah. I mean? Dark Universe. Yeah, Dark Universe. Monsters World, whatever we're going to call it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's something that they, they definitely would be able to do. Now, the other thing is is that when Harry Potter first opened, and I don't know if that's still the case now, they will limit the amount of people into Diagon Alley, right, just in general. So I wonder if having the portal set up like that, you know, if there's going to be some sort of app that will kind of give you a full meter, that would be great, right? Because you can't Ooh, really yeah. do that at other parks. But when you have these portals, like, of course you could. Right, you could have yeah. an on-site understanding of how many people are where. Okay, the next one, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter <laughs> and the Ministry of Magic. I I cannot wait. I, I, look, okay, I'm going to be honest. I used to kind of look down on Harry Potter because I wasn't into it. As the years have gone on, and my kids have have you know read it, I'm getting better with it. The whole thing about going through the fireplace 
and somehow arriving at the Ministry of Magic. I can't wait for that. That seems like that's going to be really. I neat. think when they when they had the first land out and you were going on the train station and the kind of the way they used the mirrors and things like that to kind of make it feel like you were going through, you would really see other. You yourself didn't feel much, but right, but you could other see people other people watching yeah. you. It was really kind of cool. Now I am yeah. not a fantastic beast sort of person, but it looks like this is going to have kind of a touch in both worlds right so you have fantastic beasts as well as the you know british uh, ministry of magic right and the fantastic beast is in paris said Mm -hmm. the words in paris correct so from what i've seen there's going to be a show and a ride the show is kind of cool because what they're doing is again just like kind of like fantastic beast this kind of the circus setup where the outside it makes it look super duper small but then when you walk in, it's like huge. And I believe that there's going to be a theater attraction there. That's from what they're saying. And then we come along to the Ministry of Magic ride, which seems like from all that we've heard is it's going to be some sort of elevator that goes all different which ways. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Now, I, my daughter's already been on board saying that she you know, will not ride um, Tower of Terror. She's worried that it's going to be something like that, you know. But that's been done, so I wouldn't be. worry too much about it. I mean, I don't know. But she doesn't. She won't go on that ride. So she's like, I. She loves Harry Potter, and she's like, I hope that they don't make this ride something that I don't want to go on because of the drops. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's going to be more of instead of you actually moving, maybe feeling like you're moving. Without an actual I'm movie, trying to I'm remember sure. that from the movies. What exactly? They just get on elevators and the elevators can take them anywhere. Okay. Think Willy Wonka, but not, right? Right. Okay. Is <laughs> it like really fast and like you're going oh, through yeah. a tube or something? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. So. Yeah. So, and again, they're not in the video that we're watching. There's not much to be said about this. We are taking rumors from a ton of other places and what people have seen with aerial shots and Google Earth and things like that and patents and kind of making some assumptions. So we, again, we have to kind of stay tuned. But yeah, the official video, that, the official video says the oh, what's her name? Molly Murphy mm-hmm. says the ride is so amazing. We're not giving away any any yeah. tips or it, any. And, and it's about possible it. that what we think we know about it is. 100% wrong. It'll be something totally different, but yeah. hopefully not. Cause I think ministry of magic works again. I'm sure that the theater attraction is going to be something that's absolutely stunning. My daughter is, you know, she went to Harry Potter twice and she doesn't remember either one of them. Cause one, she was like a baby baby. And mm-hmm. then two, she was still young. Cause we used to go to universal every other year. And then every year we would go to Disney. That's kind of how we did it. And she was brought on stage for a show, which we have pictures of, but she doesn't remember any of it. She's very disappointed. But I think that she will uh, be quite happy with this. All right. This is tough, man. 23 minutes. I don't know if we can do it. All right. Let's see. So the next one we have is Super Nintendo World. Now, this is one we probably don't have to talk as much about because it's already out, right? Like it it already exists in, you know, the West Coast as well as uh, overseas. Now, there's been a lot to be talked about. Now, I think the big thing here, though, is you have the Omni Mover Yoshi, right? Which is cool. You have the Mario Kart ride, which is going to be the same. And really the big one. Well, let's talk about the other. We have the Power Up Band Challenges and the interactive games and all that, right? We we know 
a lot about that already. It's this Donkey Kong roller coaster, minecart <laughs> madness with a broken track, maybe indoor and outdoor, where you're going to hop over parts of the track. Because in the yeah. game, that was kind of it, right? Like, that's yeah. the fun part of the game is hopping the, over all that stuff. Somehow making it feel like you're really jumping over missing sections of the track is going to be awesome. I, I just hope yes. they pull it off. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're hopeful that they, they pull that off in terms of Super Nintendo World. I'm looking forward to that. I have not been to any of the other ones. So now we look at this kind of as a package. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you think about all this? I Like I said, I look at it like, hey, you got the Train Your Dragon for the younger kids. You step up with Mario Kart, which they could probably be the same age, but let's just say that. Then you can go to, you know, Harry Potter. The teen years, go to Wizarding yeah. World. And then you go to now, Monsters. Here- Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was one statement, one sentence in that video that Mark Woodbury said that really kind of brought it home for me. And he says that what we're doing is going to allow Universal to bring families to the park for, for an entire week. To me, that is Universal. Like, that's their way of saying we're going directly after that summer vacation week that has traditionally been belong to Disney. Well, and I and I think this is how you can look at it. If you were to do Universal now, you could stay at Disney and take two two days over at Universal. I don't and know that's anyone exactly that's going to tell what, you. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we used to do as well. Now, we've stayed at Royal Pacific three times, I think, which I love, by the way. I love that hotel. But yeah, sometimes like even last time we were at Disney, we hopped over to CityWalk. But this will allow people to stay there because there's so much more to do, which I think brings them in a lot more money. I think that's yep. what's smart. You keep people there eating, hotel, you know, the things that make a lot of money for them. I'm excited for this. Now, let's get to kind of what was not said is there is no summer 2025 now. It is just 2025. And what does that mean? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything. But if you make some assumptions, what if it's not open by 2025? And we even had people in our group, right? We were kind of talking about this is that, well, you know, what does that mean in terms of vacationing, right? How much you know, time will you need there? And will it all be open at once? Those people complain when not everything gets open at once. I'm okay if everything wasn't open, but they had a summer thing. We'll see because now, like you said, like there's so much to do. If we took a week there, even if half of the stuff was open, I don't think I'd be upset. Yeah. And I think if you had to not open something on time, to me, the the obvious choice there is Universal Monsters. Because it, yeah. it caters to the oldest. And if you're going after the families, you got to have the younger stuff open first. Yeah. So we'll see how that all goes. It will be interesting as we get closer and we still have... A while left, right? We're talking summer, you know, 2025. We still have over a year left. And I think as we get closer, we'll understand. Now, for me, I'm trying to plan a trip. What will that mean? It means maybe I'm not going there in 2025. I think that's the problem we see is that if you miss that summer window, for me at least, with one kid in high school, two kids in college, you know, what do I do? Now, I could go over winter break when the other two kids are out of college nope can't do that one of them you know play sports so he won't be home so okay what do i do i'm stuck going then at the end of you know probably at the beginning 
right, of the summer of 26 then, if that's yeah. the case. And I want to be there when it opens. This may be the first trip that maybe I just, me and my wife take. Could you imagine? The kids would lose their mind. But <laughs> I mean, I like being there when things open. I, you know, I've been there at kind of all of the big openings in terms of the theme parks, right? Like not a ride opening, but actual like larger than a ride opening, right? right. Like a land opens, a park opens, things like that. So it will definitely be something to consider. Hey, we'll, we need to make like a Golden Button Detour uh, live event. A live event there? Yeah, man. We could go down and make it a live event. That's true. I would definitely do that. That would definitely be fun. Well, let me, least... All right. So let's speculate. If So if it's going to, right now, it's going to open mm-hmm. in 2025. Okay. Do you think people are going to hold off in 2024 saying, well, I could go now, but if I wait, then... I mean, it's literally what I'm doing. Yeah. See, to me, that says 2024 might be a good time if you kind of think, you know, opposite. If you haven't been before, absolutely. Yeah. So the things that we're missing are Velocicoaster I haven't been on. And I feel like something else, Universal, I'm not 100% sure. Definitely Velocicoaster and whatever came before or after Velocicoaster. I don't remember which Was it I the was. Hulk ride? No, the Hulk ride's been there since opening. So, well, oh. since opening Islands of Adventure, that's been there yeah. forever. No, there, there's maybe something else. I feel like it was a screen sort of situation. But anyway, we have not seen Velocicoaster. But would I go just for that? Mm, probably not. So, yeah, we'll definitely be one of the people that are waiting for you know this to open. So now you made me. I have to go look because I feel like what? Oh, Hagrid's. <laughs> Sorry. So that's the thing. So we haven't seen, we haven't been on Hagrid's, which is crazy. And then we haven't been on Velocicoaster. Yeah. When the last time we went, Hagrid's wasn't open either. So we haven't been on that one, yeah. which actually we are kind of toying with maybe going uh, with uh, on our spring break this year, just like specifically to go do Harry Potter world one more time. Cause we got an 11 year old. And the last time we went, he was like six or seven. So mm-hmm. it's all still a little fuzzy for him. Back yeah, then. So, I can understand that. And it's he's just, it, really big into the books right now. So it's expensive, right? Any of these trips yeah. are expensive. So that's the thing. If you go 2024, are you then going 2026? You're right. You're probably not making a 2024, 25 trip, is where it kind of gets a little dicey, I feel like. Yeah. I think once we know more about this date, I think it will kind of dial us in. I always leave one vacation up in the air just in case. So I know that we're going to Dollywood this year in the summer of 2024. And then there's an undetermined vacation, you know, that could, Oh, that's not true. We're, we're going on a cruise, but <laughs> yeah, you're going, you know, on, we're a going cruise, on a cruise, <laughs> but I feel like we'll, we'll still, you know, kind of leave it open in 25. So 25, what we said is, okay, we're going to do universal and something else. And we'll just kind of make the something else kind of the concrete one and whatever that is, I don't know what that is yet. And then we'll kind of make the universal one a flexible one. And that way we can kind of go back and forth and see what we want to do. But, you know, I'm still on board for the new Dollywood Hotel. So I'm trying to get that done this summer. That's kind of my right. plan for the summer. So there we go. We're we're at 30 minutes. It went quicker than I thought. Everyone should go watch this video. Go watch the video. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to take us? Well, let's see. We have to, do we talk about our review? Was it a two-star review? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. With lots of misspellings and a singular host. Apparently, I don't count. It's just Damon. No, maybe this the, the, there was just one bad host. Maybe the other host was awesome. Well, this we don't know, and we'll just have to 
think it's I know. each of we'll us, flip, right? At that yeah, point. we'll flip a coin and say which yeah, one is true. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, bring us out, Blake. All right, so Welcome Home Podcast and Golden Button Detours are for entertainment purposes only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company and also oh, not employed by Universal as well go. now. Yeah. Um, and as such, all, exp- uh, all opinions expressed on the show are our own. Please consult a DVC cast member or Disney representative or whatever the Universal equivalent of that is uh, for more information about anything we might have talked about today. All right, everyone. Stay tuned for the next episode. That's Whenever right. that may be. Number right, six. Have a good one. See ya.